Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabot and Phil Sexton. It's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and a more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. Welcome to episode Thanksgiving. What are we on, 56? Episode 59 of the Solution Podcast. We've got Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton coming at you live with our co-host today. The O Show. The O Show in the studio. Okay, so we have a challenge out to the O Show and how many different faces can he make during the next 30 to 40 minute podcast? Yes, and if he makes enough faces. two. We got to come to that's three are you keeping for track? every 10, that looks like this. Okay, four. All right. <laughs> so today is not just about family. Right. It's about marketing and what family, what friends you are going to hang out with over the course of this week and how to maximize opportunities for your business from those dinners, if you will, yeah, from Thanksgiving. Because we, we want you to come home with leads. Right. So what is the how does it all look like? Like, I mean, like from beginning from this week, what does it look like as a as a as a real estate agent to maximize our business? What are the, the tips and tricks that we're going to do heading into the weekend so that we don't wake up just hungover, eating leftovers on Friday? I'm just, sorry. Just with bellies out mm-hmm. to here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Extra salt. Extra food in the fridge, <laughs> but we want extra prospects in our business as well. So, do we have a top five list? Top, I'm sure there's the top well, nine. Well, I, I think we. I got a couple topics. All right, let's yeah. go. What's yeah. the first one? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. I would I'm eat in, that. I would never eat cranberry sauce. I am a canned cranberry sauce kind of guy. You any, like it? Oh, absolutely. Give me like Does, slice me off some canned cranberries. Is is the? Is, it's okay that it looks like the can. That is it the in. red bottom and the white top cranberry sauce? Maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. Ocean spray, ocean. Oh, something. I wasn't even thinking about ocean spray, but oh, that's good too. Yes. All right. All right. So, so Phil, I. Th- do you want to talk first? No, it's Monday before Thanksgiving, and I'm thinking I want to put together a e blast email out because that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe some people are thinking. Like I would say, there's about seven realtors that I get blast emails out starting about noon on Wednesday that they send out to their entire database about how thankful they are, but they send an email, right? Like, I, you know, I don't know that that was something that I would be doing. Is that something that you advise as the marketing leader of the CBAC team? We don't send a happy Thanksgiving email in the, in the normal way that you're – it's a little bit distracting to have him here with us, making all those wonderful. Face, I think it's awesome. Yeah. You're doing great, Oscar. No, we don't send a happy Thanksgiving email. Does that answer your question? Well, I get a lot. Of I them. think I think the point is is that neither should any of you, right? Like, because the thing is, is we want you. the The reason we're having this discussion this week is because we want you to put together a list of things that you should do to make sure that you can leave with a couple hot leads, and in addition to your Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, I don't feel that the. Uh, uh, the blast email that says happy Thanksgiving is something that we need to talk about. Like everybody gets those, everybody, when they get them, they think, man, that's a good idea. I should send one too. And it's not one that we do. Right. Okay, good. So what do we do is we prepare to, we work on our social hacking game. 
So whole social hacking was a strategy that I have been executing for many years, but it's always turned up the greatest when you're prepared for the people that you're going to meet. Right. So when you're prepared, but also when you're um, when you have the end goal in mind first before you enter a situation, because so what social hacking is is your ability to hack your friends and then record them in a in a database and then to send them things following up from the database. So for me, social hacking began with the idea that because I worked at a software company and when I left the software company, I no longer saw those people every day because I think that what happens is, is that we get lulled to sleep as real estate agents and believing that people we know are going to call us when they have a real estate need. Right. But now because of the online environment teasing them away that we have to do things to get in front of them. So social hacking was a strategy that I derived to get myself in front of others purposefully. So this is a tactic that you can use outside of Thanksgiving. But the beautiful thing about Thanksgiving is, is you're going to go to gatherings. Yes. You're going to go to events, hopefully, if not in get go when someone says have host one. Right. Or I'm just like, you know, if you don't have one, and someone, if there's there, somebody inviting to you to one, you should go. Right. Right. Like, don't. Well, if they don't have a, if they don't have one that they're going to, is there room at Mrs. Seabock's table? Always room at the house. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we have more people at the house than we even know who is there. So if you just showed up, we wouldn't even Filming know. Turkey. Yeah. Just bring something. Just walk in. <laughs> right. Like, there's food. Yeah. Yeah. So two, three, two. Yeah. Anyway, the idea is that we. We need to utilize this time to get in front of people. But when we do, what are the strategies? Like, what is the plan? Because, I mean, I don't know. I guess typically at my house, Thanksgiving is between 30 and 35 people. That's how many I usually cook. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And there's always people there that I didn't know that were going to be there. And why I think this is a strategy to, to, you know, it's it's to uh, the whole idea of social hacking is that when you talk to people you don't know, you're going to use a script, right? One that we use is it's called Ford. It's just simple. It's just family, occupation, recreation, dreams. But when you mention the occupation, you're going to ask them what they do, right? So I mean, this is just a framework to create for social hacking. When you ask them what they do, they're going to in turn ask you what you do, right? But when the thing that we have to be prepared for is they're going to ask how is the market, Phil? Right. Oh, that's a hard question to be ready for. Mm. You're kind of a specific answerer when it comes to that. Yeah. Well, we have a. I don't know if it's a. I don't. I don't know if I'd call it a script, but technically, it, it is a script. Yeah, it's, it's a just, way that, to answer the question. Right. Because most people, when I ask how is the market, most agents, when especially when I, I mean, I've now interviewed pushing a thousand agents, and when I ask them, there's usually one of five descriptive words. Good, yep, great. Uh, you always get the unbelievable. Still, awesome, hot, yes. right? Like, like, and unfortunately, that's not part of the script of a time to put the consumer first, right? Because when they ask how's the market, when you say it's hot, oh, it's you're on fire, right? Like, oh, that's another good one. Yeah, right. That your that's your opinion, and to me. 
why it hurts the amount of business that you get is because now you're being a salesperson, right? Because, you know, and you think because they're saying, how is the market that they want your opinion? But actually, when they think you're selling them something, they turn you off. Well, as soon as you say that's great, it's great. It, that's not specific. That's not helpful. That's not something that they can go to their next friends and say, man, I was just talking to my uh, real estate agent. He told me the market is great. Yeah. Their friends are like, yeah, no kidding. He's a real estate agent. Yeah. We got Laura to comment on our podcast for the first time ever. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Why Laura. is it? Why is it? Oh, thanks, Laura. Where's the star? Where's yeah, the he star? Went, he went. He was he in the center. The he. It's so hard to get stars to stick around for the, <laughs> the full length of the program. He might Thank, be back. Yeah. Thank goodness their supervisor was there over watching over them. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but so instead, what we try to do when people ask us how's the market is give them data that they can then share with the next person that they talk to. Right. So if you think about it in that regard. Well, to me, I'm just thinking it's a deep dive because what it is, is that it's an unfair question that you need to in taking control of the conversation. When you're a great agent, you want to take control of the conversation, but also you don't want to prescribe before you diagnose. Because if you say, how is the market? Really, you need to know more. And the way that you get more is that you display market expertise, which then allows the other person on the end of the conversation to be asked something more specific, because that's what we're looking for. But to me, because we don't want to be too aggressive with people and be like, well, are you buying? Are you selling? Which neighborhood you live in? Like, to me, unfortunately, that's very salesy. Yeah. And they're looking for... I don't know. I think they're looking for some actual expertise when they're saying, how is the market? Not should I buy or sell, but describing the market. So maybe we should just focus on just answering that question. And what the way there's three things that we like to go to in answering the market. And the first one is, uh, would Phil, you want to adventure a guess? Active number of active listings. Supply. Yeah. And then the second one is um, uh, how many houses we closed in the last month. Right. And by what he means is we, he means we and all of us realtors in, in, ARMLS. in ARMLS. Yeah. Right. So demand. Demand. And then the last one is maybe what trajectory appreciation has done over the last year. Okay. Prices. Okay. Prices. prices. Okay. Yes. Right. right. Okay, good. So supply, demand, and prices are the three. Right. So. I like to talk about these three things because it what I learned in economics, macro, macroeconomics 101, right? Like as Kenzie's preparing to, to go to college, I know that she's going to take econ, econ 101. I think that I every, she got accepted for, to her first college. Second college. Her thank second you. Second college. Second college. Congratulations. Yeah, very excited. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Choices. 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 Drive Good close job. or drive far. Far. Yeah. Go far. Yeah, yeah, right. Go far. Okay. But anyway, so the way that we um, re recommend recommend people to talk about um, anything in real estate, if you're taking notes out there, this is a good one, always be more specific than general. 
If you numbers. want to double, triple, or quadruple your business, you have to speak specific, not general. Okay. So now as we're talking about supply, the, the specific thing that you want to talk about is amount of active homes on the market. So right now there's 18,643 homes. What's the number that you're looking at? 18,727. 727. Right. Oh, well, Jeff, you were so far off. Right, right. Okay. 18,727. Yeah, thanks, Moe Man, for the update. Good fact yeah. checker. This uh-huh. is not hashtag it's fake news. Yeah. This is real news. Yeah, okay. Hashtag that number moves constantly. There's no actual – it's almost impossible to be accurate unless you're staring at it because it's – New listings come on the market when I mean, so if you, you look in the morning, you, I'm just saying be what it was the last time you looked is yeah. the number that you're going to use. And, and you're like not it. lying. That's just what the last number the you last knew. Time I looked, yeah. it was, and I like to make sure you look every time the thousand number changes. Right. And you need to know whether that is growing or shrinking. Phil, how about just every Monday? I like that. Right. Like I, I look. How about this? Every time every I morning. look at MLS in the morning, that's what I look at first when I like. When I am going to a listing appointment, I'm going to look at comps. I open it up. I look at – I click just – it's just MLS, residential, not rentals, just MLS, active, the number. That's so, it. Like, so And I know that there's 900 to 2,000 homes that are outside of Maricopa County. I'm not concerned with that. It's just a gauge, but it's because you're consistently using it. Don't get caught up in all those details because – you're going to also use the closed for all of MLS, which includes outside of uh, Maricopa County as well. So it's just – it's a relative number, yeah, but it's specific. So when Uncle John arrives to your house early for Thanksgiving dinner and he comes up to you, the realtor, and says, how's the market? Your answer is, well, there's 18,727 houses on the market the last time I looked. Mm-hmm. Then and you- last month we sold poll the audience, right? So uh, who can name offhand real quickly, right? I got a prize. I got a paper prize here. Oh, yeah. That was going to the our get our previous guest. Yeah, but- paper prize. I got more. How many homes sold in the <laughs> in the month of October? In the month of October, how many homes closed in your? In the MLS? In the MLS. Arizona Regional MLS? Because um, that's what we're okay. talking about. I'm going to go at 7,047. This is the number that I remember. I, th- I think our real hashtag real news checkers are, are running, are racing right now. Okay. Because. 7,047? Uh, although. That's yeah. Good, right. That's right. I mean, last year it was like 7,137. Like, yeah, but you had an extra business day in September. Right, right, right. Exactly. But that's why it's not too, it's, it's important not to get caught up on too many particulars. When I say specific is I like to use numbers because it knows that people that you're watching. Ooh. Hope. 6987. What is it? 7,352. You got 7,300. She's got 6,900. What? Wow. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did you do? Closed. Come on. Do that. that, that it's gone good. up. 7,352. It was seven. That's awesome. Okay. That's amazing. Either way. All right. So 7,300. But the, the idea is that you're trying to extract months of supply because that is actually but what you're doing is you're walking your thousand active and seven thousand sold in a month so right. seven fourteen and then four. and not so 21 so roughly 2.5 2. 2. right okay so 
Um, 2.5 months supply. Right. What it means is that and how many, if we didn't list another house, how many homes, how many days would, how it, long t- would it take? How long would it take to sell all of the houses listed? If that's an absolute number, it doesn't really work that way because some houses would never sell for because the price well, list, you know. yeah. But anyway, just to give you a, a well, if, an idea. But anyway, so all the other houses when you tell them there, that there's no two and a half months of inventory and that supply has been typically three to five months in good markets, what do you think? Quote unquote normal, right? Because the idea, this is this is conceptually a difficult thing for people to, to understand, is that you're trying to give data to help them understand, but also to let them come to their own conclusion about the market versus telling them what the market is. And that process is what we call selling. Not telling. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Good. Right. So then so now Uncle John knows that there's been that there's 18,000 houses on the market that, that there's 18,700 houses on the market that there's 7,300 sales in the last 30 days that there's two and a half months of inventory and now he's he's starting to smell the turkey and he's going to go sit down but before he walks away from you you talk about prices no i ask him i said you know if the so i like to compare because if you're tracking the numbers and what you should I say, well, last year we had a little over 19,000. At this point, we had almost 20,000 homes on the marketplace and supplies down by 4% and demand because this year we're going to sell almost 98,000 homes. And last year we only sold 96,000 homes. So um, demand uh, demand is actually up almost about 4%. I don't know what the, the exact numbers are. But so if supply is at a five-year low and demand is rising – what I don't know. What what do you think happens when supplies lower and demands higher? Should we pull the audience? Pull the audience. Does anyone know what happens when supply is lower and demand is high is rising? Let's go. We got ten oranges on the shelf. Now we have eight, and now somebody want eleven people want an orange. What do, what happens next? Okay, that's the beginning of social hacking. But either way, Price, so they the, say prices go up. They do go up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what everybody says because that's economics and no one can, no one argues that debate. And I mean, usually the comment is, oh my God, that's a lot of homes on the market. And then you say, well, Phoenix is 75 miles by 75 miles. I mean, there's Jeff, 5 million people in. I'm going to, I'm going to argue with you, sir. I love it. Sometimes people do argue that logic and they say, yes, but Jeff, the price of oil is just fell to the lowest price of four weeks oh he's gonna play uncle larry i love uncle larry oh it's uncle uh yes okay fine all right uncle bob Uh, uncle Uncle bob uh yeah let me see here yes the price of oil is changed jeff so now oh i have it i have an uncle larry you have an uncle larry yeah yeah, he was a banker and he's always got questions about that he read on the news and he wants to debate things so these are called objections in sales land Mm -hmm. right when Mm -hmm. when you present information and the other person doesn't like the tone of the conversation because it's not in favor of their argument which they thought was much more negative than your comment was Yes. Or actually, so what about oil? Wait, there's another one. Okay. Uh, oh, well, let's go with the first one. So what was okay. the objection? Oil. The price of oil is going down. And when an economy is running strong and more oil is needed, that means that it's going to be great long term. But when the price of oil is going down, 
there's fear that why is this happening? And why is it alarming that US oil prices plummeted 7% to a one year low of $55 a barrel? Crude's worst day since September of 2015. Bob, that's really interesting. Wow. So you're saying that oil's down and you're concerned about what direction the Phoenix market, real estate market's going to go. I mean, generally they consider that a derivative of the market, but you know what? We're more focused on the the population increased by 100,000 people in the last 12 months. And that, I mean, what really happened is, you know, 300,000 people, 400,000 people moved here, 300,000 people got left. We are net new 100,000 people. And you know what the greatest indicator of a growing market is? It's increasing population. (laughs) If only Bob, Uncle Bob. uh, Are you playing both sides of it? If only the house, the real estate market trailed oil. That would make our lives. Yeah, a I mean, whole the, the thing easier. is, is oil and, and house prices have zero to I, I do with. I don't see oil zero. and house prices going like this. Actually, when was the last time oil prices were spiking? I don't know. I would have to ask Uncle Bob. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, what's that point? It's like, hey, we're cooking spaghetti, right? What are the cows doing? You mean not related? Is that what you're not related? Say? Not related, right? Well, the prices of beef and uh, like Bob, we're only eating spaghetti, right? Yes. Like, like let's not make it more. Com- <laughs> what else? What other comments do you think someone like Bob would have? Oh, I mean, uh, I just oh, want to hear some on. objections. Yes. So Bob would also say, I heard that the supply is on a crazy high run. That supply is running high. It's now the increases of supply have doubled what they were last. You know what? I heard too that California's supply was higher, but Arizona's in a five-year low. I I can't help, but it's just the truth. Maybe. Yeah. But California once had the hottest housing market in the entire nation. And now home prices in the state are plummeting. Like it's 2008 over again. Yeah. But Bob, I mean, please. Wait, do you believe that? No, I don't. That's one of their. Well, that's great. But I mean, also California's got a lot of issues. They got a tax problem, a water problem, and a politics problem, right? Like the thing is, is that market has gone up higher than uh, you know, higher than higher than our market because our market was kind of flat for a long time. I got to give a shout out to Tina Tambor because she had a take on that question as well, and that was that, you know, the um, Chinese government has made it more difficult for their citizens to invest in residential real estate, which has affected the California market more than others i don't know i don't sell in california right yeah, like right. I, I mean did to you me, see the headline of the san diego newspaper that said goodbye nope with the california license plate because of everybody that's leaving california. sweet right. dude guess who's gonna win from that us the number one state that people move here from is i mean to me the thing is is that's why we talk about supply demand and prices and usually just the general tone of the all that negativity I like to move away from Bob and go talk to Sally because Bob's not going to change his mind because he likes the news and he thinks that everything's on the news is accurate. And I would say, you know, you know what? Here's what it is, is the last time that supply began to grow, it took 27 months for the market to turn around after it began to grow. So that's about two and a half years. We haven't stopped. Supply hasn't stopped plummeting. So it's hard to predict that it's going to turn around, then increase till we, right? So I I can't, I'm lucky 
Phil, that I can barely guess what's going to happen in the next 12 months, but knowing that it takes at least 24 to 36 months for it to turn around, I'm just telling you that those indications haven't hit our marketplace yet. And maybe the death of the world is coming. I'm sure it is at some point, but right now, we got low supply and high demand. Yeah, What's I like it. Okay, right. So let's, we're good on the market. Uh, okay, good. Talk, right? yeah, let's get back to okay. the turkey dinner. But here, let don't get distracted by the market talk because what you've got to do is you got to. I like to pull out this right here. It's called the notes application in my on my phone. I think that uh, is it safe to say that everybody has a phone these days. Yes. Okay. Except, well, actually. Even if some of them are still flip phones. Okay, that's fine. You can have a flip phone. I'm picking up my 96 year old grandpa. <laughs> does, He's got a flip but phone. But your flip phone, I think, even has a notation device on it. Maybe. Maybe. Pad. 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 Yeah, pad. But you might want to jot down, Bob. So um, the question that you want to ask is do you own a property in? Now you're getting into the meat. Yes. Hey, okay. And if he says yes, then I'm I'm on the recreation and dreams. Yeah. Right? Like, to me, once I know that he owns a property, because um, the, the thing that you wanted to say is, is your last name Leonard? Did you tell me your last name? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if you're going to look up someone's property address, you need to know what their first name and their last name. And it wouldn't be bad to know the city or area around it. Yes. All right. So after Bob gets done with that, I mean, but if you already knew. I, okay, well, my, my note there, I don't want to pass it up because number one was social hacking. Number two is taking notes on who you spoke to. Because if you're like me, might be sipping a little bit on the tea. <laughs> the sweet tea? The sweet tea. Yeah. Right? And, you're, and you're forgetting. Your yeah, you're, going right, right, now. right. But if you wake up and you got notes, then that. It, you got a chance. You have a chance of getting this because the. The uh, the third point was social hacking, take notes, market discussion, now database opportunities. Because the thing is, is all the people that you meet need to make it into your electronic tracking client relation manager. Yeah, I know. System. I just CRM. Wait a minute. Can Excel I, spreadsheet can I, that has like can I rant about this? Are Please. you going to rant? I'd love to. We talk to a lot of agents and. Unfortunately, agents that come to us that need help typically don't have a centralized database of past clients. But they do have fingers that they got it all up here. They do. I And everybody knows that I'm in real estate. They remember. Mm-hmm. Or people say that I remember whatever it is that we're talking about without mm-hmm. note-taking. That's, that gets yeah. under your skin. But the – I a lot. I mean – God bless Joanne Calloway for calling the database your annuity, your retirement annuity. I think that that is something that is totally accurate and a big reason agents get too short-sighted in what is this quarter going to look like or what is this year going to look like to realize how important it is that they're going to need to answer that same question next year, the year after, and the year after. And if they start to put people into a system and communicate with them on an ongoing basis, that becomes their okay. So, are you saying that I know Bob's going to be there because I'm related to him and I haven't talked to him in a year? And you're saying that I should go look up comps around Bob's house if I want to be more prepared. So, in the off chance that he asked me about how the market is, we talk about the market and then we talk about his specific shadow mm-hmm. mountain subdivision. Yeah, no, my my rant was actually much more on having a database. Oh, more than okay, what you just, just clarifying. Okay, what you just talked about is exactly. 
what should happen as well. I was just tuning into the conversation of what is it? What system do you guys use? What are our listeners using to keep track and communicate with their database? So right. that the Uncle Bob's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We got a lion desk out there. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with we got a a top producer. We got an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, oh, how about the phone? We got a. That's what the most boom common. Town. Yeah. We got pieces of paper in a file in that in that uh, box that's in the garage. Let me just sum it up this way: We we used to go to that big mastermind group. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them had a database that they mailed. Right out of the like when we went to the big mastermind for the first time, we were welcome to table, and you had you know Kenny Claus and Russell Shaw and Joanne Calloway, you know. All you know, all the other great agents, Brett Tanner and um lots of top agents in our marketplace. Yeah, lots of top agents. They all had a database. Yet when we meet with agents, they 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 just struggle with the idea of pr- getting stuff. And I think it's you know what? How about this? Get over yourself because you're never gonna do it. And that's when you go to your Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you find somebody's got a kid that's a lot taller than they were the last time they were at Thanksgiving oh. and that they're a, a high school student or possibly a college student and they need a little extra cash during the holiday season and you should just pay someone else to do it. Well, no, but usually the realtor is the one that's, the biggest preventer of their own success because they're not willing to get out of their own freaking way. Yes. Hold on. Let me point at this guy right here, right? Like this was me in 2011 where I was like, I'm tired of hearing people tell me that they have it all their people in one place when I didn't. So you did something about it. Yeah. I hired someone to put it all in one place because <laughs> I just realized that I wasn't going to do it. I just wasn't going to do it. So then if you know, just because in the nature of time here, as we're talking about our Thanksgiving opportunities, how to bring you, home more than just turkey, more home, bring home more than just leftover cranberry sauce. If you know who's going to be there, then what you were just hinting at was understanding what's going on with the real estate market around their house beforehand. Especially if you're going to a stranger's house. So if you're going to a stranger's house. Not a stranger. I'm sorry. I don't mean like stranger danger, that guy. I'm talking about like your aunt's friend. Like you're going over your mom's friend from work's house. And she lives in uh, Mesa and you're not usually in Mesa. uh Or she lives in Sun City and you're Uh not usually in Sun City. Uh Then you recommend that they look up the comps for that house ahead of time. Yeah, of course. Why? Because you want to sound smart. Because it changes the words that come out of this. Oh, mouth, right. Because you're right? like, what about that one on Red Hawk? Right? Because you got to figure if it's Aunt Sally and you're talking to her or your mom's friend Sally and you're talking to her or Mary or whatever, Jezebel, whatever her name is, that she likes to go to open houses too because everybody likes to go to open they, houses. They like to know what yeah. they're. Yeah, they like to stroll in. Neighbors right? are selling Check for it out. Too. Let's check out the furniture. Mm-hmm. You got a good rock going there. Okay. That's it. Here's here's the here's here's the point is that when you do those activities, if if you have the ability to go over and look at some of those houses before you see the people, that changes the words that come out of your mouth even more. 
And so now you're more worried about doing the activities that change the dialogue rather than learning a script that you may not be comfortable with saying. But when you go out and you do the work, you can't help but change the words because you've been in those houses and you're, the excitement and the enthusiasm for it changes naturally. Phil, you only say that because it's true. Amen, brother. And I don't think that people understand how that changes. Like, it just, it's such a little win at the time that makes yeah. such a big difference. Yeah. All right. That's Any questions? I mean, who's going to kill it out there over Thanksgiving? Like, so who then after can- you have the conversation with Uncle Bob at the dinner, do you then, what do you, what's your next step? Um, I go home, I go home and I get some sleep. <laughs> you go sleep the turkey off. That's oh, right. Nice. And then you wake turducken. up the next day. Turducken. What is it? Tryptophan. You wake up the next day and, and then, then you look uh, up your uh, notes. That's app. what that right. That's and so what. on your notes app. You had a conversation with Bob Leonard. Right. And Bob Leonard. So when I, I pull open this application I use a lot called MLS, Flex MLS, and I go to the link that says monsoon. And you go to the public tax records and, and you I search type, for Bob yeah, Robert. And up Leonard. in the left-hand corner, there's this big search bar. It's white where the other part is gray. And in that white section, I type in Robert because his name was Bob because I'm just guessing that people, when it's formal and they use tax records, they don't Leonard use Leonard as the last name. Right. Search. Right. Leonard. And I, ch- I would probably Google to see how many spellings of Leonard there was. One pops up, though. The first time you try, one popped up. Yeah. So at this point, well, let's not make it easy. Let's say because it's Robert Leonard and let's go with there's going to be 46 responses. Okay. And then we're going to go to um, some additional questions that we're going to cover with you now because you didn't realize that you were supposed to ask extra questions like, Bob, how long have you lived there? Does it have a pool? How big is the house that, you know, like to me is, oh, cool. How big is your house? Right. Like that's how we ask it. It's not. Didn't you say he lived near Shadow Mountain? Shadow Mountain. Right. Oh, so, so, yeah, so, yeah. Right. So then we go to the map section because if there's 46 houses and it's close to Shadow Mountain. We're going to look, we're going to zoom in around the Shea area, and then you're going to see the one that's 463 that was bought approximately eight years ago. He said he lived there for eight years. And you're confident that's Bob's house. And you're con- That's Bob's mailing address. That's Bob's mailing address. Right. So then. And you put together, and so you write him a little thank you note. First of all, I make sure he's in my database. Oh, put him into your database. Put him in your database. That address, right? Then, and we handwrite a little thank you note. Did you just put the thank you note in an envelope and you mail it to him? Wait, do you put 18 business cards in it? Actually, to me, if you haven't done this activity before, I think that you should get in the car and drive over and drop it off at his doorstep. Just a little thank you note? You would drive it and drop Actually, it Actually, I think you should put it in a folder or something a little larger than a thank you note. A glorified thank a you note. Gl- what we call a glorified thank you note. Oh, oh we might have one. It's not a CMA, but it's just a folder. So when you have a folder for your team, that's a harder thank you note to throw away. You know what? They don't. They don't throw it away, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Lots of good yes. stuff in there. Anyway, so the glorified thank you note, right? So Wait a minute. If there's Speaking of what was in this folder, if there's anybody that's in the Las Vegas market that's listening to this right now. We're yeah, we're going to, to Vegas. Town. If you have any friends, we're going to teach our agent cosmetology, cosmetology class. It's five. Third still accurate. Yeah. Nice. Right? If you haven't vision, visited Agent Truth lately, go check it out. But agenttruth.com. Yeah. Classes. Outside the Phoenix Marketplace, we teach a lot of classes on different things to help agents become great. If you got any friends and they want some tips or tricks, 
I'm sure one day we'll teach them in Arizona too. But for now, we just dropped off a CMA at Bob's house, and there's a skill. It's I I always say ding dong ditch, ding dong ditch, right? Yes. When you um didn't like your neighbor who didn't turn her light on when you yeah, but Jeff, this isn't you don't like this on fire first. <laughs> Oh, you don't like the folder on fire and you don't put <laughs> don't, shit, shit in a bag? <laughs> don't do that. That's what you do when you ding-dong ditch. I'm not fired. That's not this. Yeah. yeah. You, but but the point is, is you ding Do you dong. even knock? Do you have, don't you, didn't you have an application? I used to. Have I'm not that good. Yet. Ready? So hold on. Oh, I don't even ring the doorbell. I just ding set, dong. It, no, set actually, it against the door so set, that they can see it if they're pulling up in their car, but don't use their front door on a regular basis. Right. What he's saying is, is that you, you lean it up against the you lean it up against the door right lean like 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 lean yes yeah against the door because you want them to be able to see it if it's flat they may not come on eileen are we going on no all right good deal but anyway and then you run (laughs) and you dive through the window of your car Uh and you hit the gas fast yes you get out of there if he yells your name you're like i gotta go i'll be back Why? 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 Why do we run, Phil? I don't know. My wife just said, don't lie. Because I said, don't light it on fire. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. The reason is because you're not prepared to have a conversation with Bob about his house right at that moment. You're saying when I prepare the glorified thank you note, I didn't look, I wasn't out previewing comps. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Yes. But I did want to leave a note of, here's what it is, is my favorite phrase in marketing is what phil let me say it like this gotcha (laughs) (laughs) yes that's true (laughs) okay it is marketing is not a one-time event marketing is not a one-time event right so how do we create and help ourselves with marketing is not a one-time event is we drop people off a packet because when they get the packet what does the what does the the receiver of the packet do oh. 90% of the time other than open up a packet. They open up the packet. They look at the packet. They read the packet. No. What are they, what are you getting at? What I was too it? distracted that I nailed it with the, let me say it like, well, this because time. as soon as you get a packet from somebody, you get really inquisitive. And when you're super inquisitive, Phil, you go to the internet, you go to the internet. Why? To, so you can actually maybe not. People believe the internet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Maybe you go to your phone and you say, okay, Google, search Jeff Seabach. Or maybe you go to your phone and say, Alexa, search Jeff Seabach. Right. And you see what comes they, back. Right. So then, so then now you had a conversation and you drop off the packet and now they Google you bang, bang, bang. We're out. Maybe they say, hey, Siri, search Jeff Seabach. Maybe they say, hey, face." I just wonder if anybody had any device that just went off. That's all I want to know. If anybody's device is just listening to me, will you give me a thumbs up? That's all I was after. Their device would be off. How could That's they? All I was okay. That's it. You were trying to <laughs> shut off people's advice? No. turn. I was trying to get everybody's advices to search Jeff Seabach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it didn't work here in this room, so yeah. it probably didn't work in there. All right, either. all right, so let's take questions, right? So that if you want, listen. That's a pretty, we we actually hid this 
legit strategy in a lot of silliness today. Mm-hmm. Right. We had Oscar here making faces that I think he earned a dollar with all the faces. Uh, maybe two, because I, I was I was in the like 17 range. Yes. We had conversations about oil that didn't actually matter, just detracted from what this concept was. We but the concept of having the database of going prepared to have conversations with the people at Thanksgiving dinner and then following up with them afterwards is what the French say legit. Yes, le- it is a le- actual legit strategy that we legit. employ when we go out in the public and talk to people outside our house. Yep. We all hope that you guys have a fun and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> Don't eat too much. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. Information about one-on-one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.